millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hey, everyone. Guess this. Kanye West, now known as Ye, has recently had a meeting with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Instead of endorsing Trump for 2024 in true Kanye fashion, Kanye asked Trump to not only endorse him, but be his VP. I can't wait for you guys to hear a, Trump's apparent reaction. Kanye says what, how Trump reacted, and then Trump tells how he reacted. Um, there's a lot of drama around this. So before we jump all the way into it, welcome to Truth Bombs. Happy weekend. I am joined hey. by Ashley Rodriguez-Vazquez. Vazquez. <laughs> yes. Um, Vasquez, woo! For the first time, you're a, first. she's a newlywed. You guys, I'm a newlywed. Yes, that's right. So this is my first time using my last name, my married last name now. So it's it's an honor. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> awesome. Well, congrats on that. And thank you um, for having me. Absolutely. So Ashley is a retired sportscaster. Mm-hmm, that's right. So real quick, tell me about your um, sportscasting experience. Yes. So I went to school for broadcasting and um, I always loved being more involved in sports. So um, just my whole family is a big sports fan and stuff. And I'm a true born Houstonian. So um, I love my Houston Astros, which by the way, world champions again, baby. Um, we're so excited, uh, because you know, it was just, it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, I went to school for broadcasting and then, um, you know, I was involved with the Houston Texans. I was one of their NFL cheerleaders. And then, um, so from there I worked with Telemundo and then I was with, uh, ESPN Deportes. And, um, so it's been a lot of fun, you know, I, I miss it. Um, but, you know, I'm so happy to be able to get back into it here with Truth Bombs. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to jump into a little bit of sports talk a little bit later when we talk about the World Cup yes. going on now. Uh, but first and foremost, Kanye has announced he's running for president in 2024. <laughs> he wants Trump to be his VP. We have the soundbite um, Kanye posted last night on his Twitter, Kanye on visiting Trump. Here it is. I think the thing that Trump was most perturbed about, me asking him to be my vice president, I think that was like lower on the list of things that caught him off guard. It was the fact that I walked in with intelligence. So Trump is really impressed with Nick Fuentes. And Nick Fuentes, unlike so many of the lawyers and so many people that he was left with on his 2020 campaign, he's actually a loyalist. When he didn't know where the lawyers is, You'll still have your lawyer list. And when all the lawyers said, forget it, Trump's done, there are loyalists running up in the White House, right? And my question would be, why, when you had the chance, did you not free the January Sixers? And I came to him as someone who loves Trump, and I said, go and get Corey back. Go and get these people that the media tried to cancel and told you to step away from. He basically gives me this would-be mob-esque kind of story talking to some kid from the south side of Chicago trying to sound mobby or whatever. He goes into the story about all that he went through to get Alice Johnson out of jail and how he didn't do it for Kim, but he did it for me. But then he goes on to say that Kim is a and you could tell her I said that. And I was thinking like, that's the mother of my children. 
Since we know, and all the Christians in America that love Trump know that Trump is a conservative, we're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible. When Trump started basically screaming at me at the table telling me I was going to lose, I mean... Has that ever worked for anyone in history? Tell me <laughs> you're going to lose. Tell I'm me gonna you're going to lose. lose. Tell I'm like, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Trump. You're talking to Ye. Oh you're talking to Ye. Get it right, Trump. Okay. <laughs> Classic loving, you know, Kanye loving himself. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, Kanye is certainly, I have to, you know, Kanye, I have to applaud his boldness. You know, I don't think that there's anyone else out there that is as bold and just carefree. You know, he is unapologetically himself and always has been. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I have to hand it to him. But in this case, I don't know, Ivory. I don't think that many people would support him as a president or even vice president. You know, I don't know. But then again, you know, no one thought that Trump would become president. So, I mean, there's there's a lot going on there, but I really think that in comparison here between two parties, yeah, I'd, I'd have to hand the win over to Trump here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do not take Kanye seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then also Kanye has this growing cult following. Yes. So um, you never know, but I, you know, a lot of Trump supporters are now upset Mm-hmm. at Kanye because they thought, okay, Kanye is backing Trump. He's worn the red hat and right. so, you know supports Trump. And now he's going against Trump mm-hmm. being divisive. And a lot of Republicans don't want to divide the party because that's a uh, handing the win over to the Democrats. Right. So, right. um, so people are like, Oh, I knew Kanye was up to something. He's not for us after all. Right. Uh, um, and I also think too, that, in recent, you know, in recent months, Kanye has come out a lot more, just being very bold, speaking about a lot of topics and issues, more so regarding like his family, just, um, you know, just with Balenciaga and Adidas, all of these deals fell through for him. Well, in his words, he said that that was a plan all along, but mm. he's just very controversial. So I feel like the Republican Party just wants someone who isn't deemed as unstable as the media likes to portray him, you know, and, um, they want someone who is going to uphold a good, as you said, a good Christian morality and someone who is going to push the values that Republicans hold. Mm-hmm. I think so. But honestly, I really think that no matter who runs for president, like the media is going to paint, paint that person as unstable yes. or crazy or wacky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the case with, with George W. Bush was painted as like just brainless. And then they just do it for everyone, no matter who it was. It's been the worst against Trump, but Mm -hmm. I think no matter who runs, they're going to be painted that way by the media. So I think the Republican party needs to stop caring what people think Mm -hmm. and just stand for their values. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, So Kanye was saying uh, in the Hill reporting on this, that Trump screamed at him quote, when Trump started, started basically screaming at me at the table, telling me, that I was going to lose. <laughs> I mean, that has that ever worked for anyone in history? And you heard uh, Kanye talk about that in the video. Okay, so Trump's response. Let's look at Trump's actual response. Trump, uh, Kanye says that Trump screamed at him. Trump is telling a different story on his true social. Who knows what really happened? But 
Uh, Trump said on True Social, he just posted this a couple of hours ago. Um, if you click on the Truth Social tab there, um, right there. Yeah. So it says, Trump said here, quote, this past week, Kanye called me to have dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Shortly thereafter, he unexpectedly showed up with three of his friends whom I knew nothing about. We had dinner on Tuesday evening with many members present on the back patio. The dinner was quick and uneventful. They then left for the airport. So that's all that Trump is saying about all this. Um, Trump, of course, is not going to talk about Kanye running for president. Um, so, you know, Trump's downplaying this like crazy. Um, and apparently one of those three friends ended up being Nick Fuentes. Um, and Kanye then retweeted this article that says, Yay brings Nick Fuentes and Karen Giorno to dinner with Trump. Um, and so basically in that video that we played first, mm-hmm. I think Kanye was trying to make the point, why doesn't Trump support the people who support him more like Nick Fuentes, who's right. a huge Trump fan. But now the media is in a tizzy saying, oh, my gosh, Trump had a white nationalist mm-hmm. to dinner. Mm-hmm. Now, I myself have not followed Nick Fuentes too much. I have, um, I've seen media talk about him as a white nationalist. And at first I was like, okay, I've never met a white nationalist. I didn't hear the term white nationalist until Trump came around. Is this a real thing? Mm-hmm. Um, then I checked out Nick Fuentes' social media briefly. And sure enough, he was supporting White nationalism, which I found out means white people literally forming their own nation separate Hmm. from other races. And I was like, dude, ew. (laughs) That's that's... not cool. So anyway, apparently Nick Fuentes is an actual white nationalist. He was supporting this cause on his social media of white people forming their own nation, which I'm totally against. I don't think we should stoop to looking through race-colored lenses like the media is begging. Media has been painting this narrative, begging white people to be the racist the media wants them to be. Right, right. And that's been happening for the past decade. That narrative wasn't really the case prior to that. And some white people, such as Nick Fuentes, are falling into that trap. Yes. And actually saying, yeah, let's be the racist the media wants and separate races. That's BS. You guys are, I think your brains are weak for falling for that. So I'm not a Nick Fuentes fan. Anyway, the media is now trying to paint that, okay, Trump had dinner with Nick Fuentes. So I guess, you know, they back each other. Right. And Trump is saying on his true social, Oh, there were two other people that I knew nothing about. So Trump is keeping his distance from this kid. Which is good because, you know, Trump is a smart man. You know, I think that he does, he knows that he doesn't want to be associated with the wrong type of people. Uh And so I know that the media has painted Trump as, you know, portraying him to be a racist. And, you know, there's just so many things that have been said about him. And we know that that's not true. And Mm -hmm. um, for someone like Nick Fuentes to come into 
to the picture, you know, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, this is, this is the story that we're going to go with now. If Trump is meeting with him, well, then our storyline was true all along. So yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that Trump is going to want to uh, hide from him and be like, no, we're two other people don't know who he is. Don't know him. <laughs> yeah. So Trump seems to be downplaying this big time on his, on his true social. I want to get, I want to check out the comment section because I want to see um, what my viewers think of Nick Fuentes. I know that some people actually like him um let's let's click on some comments here fuentes trolls the media he's a sharp guy so i know people like how outspoken he is um apparently you know i was invited to cpac last year and apparently nick fuentes was as, or no nick fuentes sabotaged cpac he was actually banned from cpac he marches in mm-hmm. and like starts speaking the hallways and stuff, but he definitely has this charisma mm-hmm. that some people go for. Um, but if he's about, you know, separating races and weird s- things like that, then I'm not about him as charismatic as he is. Look, that's why people like AOC, she's charismatic, but I'm not, I'm not about giant social programs. So I'm not about her either. Okay. So Rex says Trump needs to distance himself from Nick Fuentes. Um, yeah. If, if, you know, Nick is supporting weird racial stuff that Trump doesn't support, then he probably does want to distance himself. I love that you can literally see in the mirror <laughs> on the video, you can see okay. <laughs> that we're clicking on your comments, guys. Okay, a German Shepherd says, um, well, who cares? There's other colors doing the same thing. Okay, he, I understand that a lot of black people are saying, Ooh, let's separate our races because yeah. we're, you know, we're hate white people. Look, all of you guys are falling for the media's trap is all I'm saying. Like, I know that media has been drilling it into your heads that like, Oh, white people are racist. And that has caused some black people to be racist mm-hmm. and white people are getting so fed up with it. Some people are saying, let's, let's be the racist. They're saying, And all I'm saying is if you take that mindset, you're falling right into their trap. You're weak minded. Who cares? Who cares about these divisive narratives? Use a bigger brain and realize that skin color means nothing. It's the same as like hair color or eye color. Who cares? Absolutely. So, oh, we got some super chats. We got to click on all the super chats for sure. Let's see. Hope that uh, you two had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Kevin. Um, by the way, Ashley, what's your race? People like talking about this. <laughs> well, I um, I am Hispanic, um, Mexican roots. So, um, I mean, I was born here in the United States. My parents were born in Mexico, and they uh-huh. immigrated over here legally. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my heritage. I'm, I'm proud. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but my first language is actually Spanish. Oh, wow. Um, awesome. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love it. We have a beautiful culture. And... Um, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, Ivory, you know, America is a big melting pot. So yeah. I completely agree where, you know, we need to have someone to represent us that knows that and is going to celebrate all of those cultures and, you know, just us being coming together and making a difference, making a change that is going to last and is going to have an impact for decades, years to come. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, it was noted in the midterm elections how many Hispanics are starting to vote um, Republican. Mm-hmm. They actually supported Trump more. And yes. Trump, in announcing his, his run for presidency, said that um, 
you know, a lot of the the Mexican Mexican immigrants understand the border issue more than anyone, and they're right. the biggest supporters of his. Is that true? Right. Yes. Yes. No. I would say so. Um, especially well to the people that I've spoken to before. And um, let me just say, as someone with my type of background, you know, um, especially when I was working in media, there was a lot of people that were very surprised that a woman who was Hispanic, you know, wasn't trying to go for the other party. And, Uh um, as journalists, we try to be very unbiased and just stick to what it is. And, um, so when I felt that there was a big push, especially from audience and people, and this was very early on when, you know, Trump was first starting to run and starting to come out as, you know, president and stuff, there was a lot of people that were very much against that. Um, when, you know, a lot of truth started to unfold, you know, it, it started to make a lot of sense. Like, wait a second, that's, that doesn't sound so crazy or wait a second, let me do some of my digging and, um, Mm -hmm. wait. Yeah, no. So as far as border control, you know, I think that everyone can agree that, um, we want people here in this country that are going to work hard, respect, you know, the laws that we have, um, encourage better laws as well. Um, you know, really the big concern there is when it comes to safety, you know, is, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's understandable if a man and his family, you know, he's looking for a better life. Um, absolutely. I also believe that there's a way to do it, a right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, could those laws and that process be bettered? Absolutely. A thousand percent. Um, but I think that the concern that we all share and have is, you know, the drug lords, the, uh, sex offenders, you know, the people who are doing bad in their own country and want to bring that bad over into our country, there has to be a proper screening process. And so um, when the opposing party is just like, yeah, everyone can come over, it's like, wait a second, you know, just like everyone has to do a screening process when you're, you know, getting a passport or trying to go into a different country, that should be no different here. So um, I think a lot of Hispanics, especially after this past election, they've definitely had their eyes open. And actually a lot of my minorities too, they've been like, wow, you know, this, (laughs) this guy that's in the white house isn't as bad as, you know, the media is painting him out to be. So I think a lot of minorities, (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm talking about Trump, you know, not as bad as, as he uh, was made out to be, but um, I think that a lot of minorities um, have just realized like, Hey, this, you know, there's more to the truth. And I think that, you know, we shouldn't be so blinded to what, you know, the media is trying to paint, you know, just mainstream media, you know? Um, but it's, it's important, you know, for people to understand like, Hey, you know, there's the way that I've always viewed politics is that we're so much alike, meaning everyone in this country, we're more alike than we think. Mm -hmm. And just because we care about the same issues, but just because I believe that a candidate um, can tackle on those issues better than your preferred candidate, that doesn't mean that I care about the issues any less. I'm sure that the opposing side, you know, the Democratic side, um, you know, might have some, you know, views about border control or, you know, uh, immigration or anything like that, you know, but it's like, okay, how do we tackle this? How can we come together and really make something that works, you know, implement laws that really work because at the end of the day, you know, that it's, we care about the same things. We just believe that someone else is going to come in and do a better job to fix those issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think there's a, you're, you're right in some aspects. Now, Kamala Harris, <laughs> 
Kamala Harris says that the border is secure. She was, she was asked and said, no, it's secure. Even though, you know, even though we have the worst influx of illegal immigration ever. And she said, yeah, but it's secure because we're trying to secure it. So we're, we're living, we live in a weird era right now. Okay. I want to check the next super chat. Um, hey, Miss Ivory, haven't seen you in concert in forever. I'm so glad you, uh, to have seen you, uh, and that you're doing so well. Clint, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah. I put music on the back burner to do news. Once I went independent, it was just like a lot. Uh, it was, it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I love music, but I haven't done a concert in a while. I used to do gigs more. You have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you so much. Chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, link down description is my music. I just dropped a song like a week or two ago. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, I wanted to play one more soundbite of, tr- of uh, Kanye when he was talking about... Um, Drink Champs was the original podcast he was on a few weeks ago that ended up getting banned, deleted from YouTube. Um, the Drink, Drink Champs host got in big trouble for having Kanye on. That is when Kanye talked about, like, apparently hating Jewish culture, mm-hmm. but also saying he is a Jew. And then at the end of the podcast saying, look, I'm only hating on Jews because I'm jealous of them because they read their contracts and they don't get divorced and they're good parents and all this. Um, it was an interesting podcast, but in that podcast, he was also asked Trump or Biden. This is when he, before he, before he decided he wants Trump to be his VP, <laughs> but here, here's what Kanye said on drink champs about a month ago. Biden or Trump? <laughs> I mean, I already know. <laughs> Maybe it's his book. Don't think because I went to sleep and acted like I was dead that I was saying Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I said that. I said that on the last episode. I didn't, yeah. I didn't say that. Let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, he's doing a little bit. We're never going to get fooled again. Kamala Harris is our never again. Which then when they added her in as the vice president, the Democrats got 90 Six percent of the black female vote. You would have thought Drake was running. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Kamala Harris is our never again. We're never gonna be fooled just because you put in this like very attractive. I am single, Kamala. Now, you put- <laughs> well, obviously, Biden. Trump, right? Biden and Trump. I, I, yeah, Trump. Okay, he okay. cool. He, uh, he cool for now. Well, he cool. Yeah. Trump is cool for now, but but Kamala's hot. He he is wild. I cannot. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't know. We'll see. But honestly, this is what if you guys don't remember, this is what Kanye did in 2016 too. He was supporting Trump. He was wearing a red hat. And then Kanye runs for president himself. Yes. But it yes. didn't make much wave. So I think it's mm-hmm. gonna be a similar thing in um in uh twenty twenty four. Look, some people just say, look. Kim rubbed off on Kanye a little much mm-hmm. as far as Kim, Kim being like the drama queen that's always making the headlines. Now that's Kanye, Kanye like picked up from Kim how to make sensational headlines now. Yeah. I don't know. I think that Kanye has always been very controversial. I remember 
gosh, I don't know what awards show, but you know, that moment where he took the microphone from Taylor Swift when she was accepting her award and he's like, I'm so sorry, but I think Beyonce had the best (laughs) album of all time. I was like, I think Kanye has always been just like his own person. Like I said, unapologetically himself. Um, he has no filter. So I think that him, I think he, you know, he did kind of feed off of Kim a little bit, but Mm -hmm. now it's like, I think it's always been in him. Yeah. I I think you're right about that. Now for the people who love Kanye, I do understand some of the things he has said, you know, a few of the things have been spot on in regards to like the music industry leaders taking advantage of the talent, um, having one-sided contracts, um, pressuring on air, you know, or, or musicians and whatnot to mm-hmm. push a certain agenda. Um, I understand that Kanye is trying to call that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, but when he's calling it, you know, the Jewish media or the, the Jewish music executives or whatever, I think that's incorrect. Because it's all, it's all races. Like, I agree that the media leaders have issues. My bosses were not Jewish. Mm-hmm. The owners of Fox Corp are from Australia. Mm-hmm. So to say Jewish is like, you're missing the mark, Kanye. Yeah, yeah call out these people who are controlling narratives. Yeah. yeah. But it's every race. So that's my take on Kanye. <laughs> Guys, do you, do you agree with me or no? Check, let's see the comments. I know there's like... Hardcore Kanye fans are saying, no, he's, um, he's deeper than you think. I do love that he is a celebrity that he's, that is coming forward and just speaking up a lot about what happens behind closed doors. You know, he's certainly totally bringing to light. I think that there, like you said, there's some marks that he hits and there's some other ones where you're just like, Ooh, I don't know about that. Wait, uh, someone (laughs) said Kanye is black hat. What does that mean? I, I don't understand the whole hat colors thing. Um, black hat guys, let me know what that means in the comments, but I think that means he's a bad guy. <laughs> I'm assuming black hat is bad guy. White hat is good guy. Um, okay. So I'm checking your comment. You can just click on anything. Kamala was a solid five back in 2001. (laughs) I'm looking at your comments. Kamala was a solid five. People are disagreeing. Yeah. I was like, I never thought of like Kamala Harris as a smoke show, but Kanye thinks she's pretty hot. I mean, how old is Kamala? Maybe she's more in his age bracket because he's in his forties. Oh, I wouldn't know. But he, he, I don't know. Kim's in her forties now too, but he's going for younger girls now. Yes. Um, okay, so switching gears, you guys, we have the media is now sensationalizing the triple demic. Mm. Have you heard about this? I have not. There's now a it. there's now a triple demic in America. That means we have the RSV virus, the flu, and COVID. You know, traversing our nation with illness. Um, NBC reporting that the combination of these three illnesses is pushing some hospitals over the edge as the U.S. faces a shortage of pediatric beds, medical staff, and even some medications. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. It's interesting. The media has been reporting on the fact that, you know, they rolled out this new um, 
stick in the arm. I use code words on YouTube because mm-hmm. they're all weird, but for little kids mm-hmm. and it wasn't catching on, the kids were not mm-hmm. getting any of any of the protection in the arm that they used to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now suddenly, I guess, child illnesses are surging. We have this um, little report from NBC on the new triple-demic. Let me, let me know in the comments if you guys are witnessing this in, your, in, in the area. Well, let's play the video first, and then we'll check the comments. Um, here it is from NBC. Uh, no, the triple-demic right here. In Buffalo, some store shelves normally filled with children's Tylenol are empty. Pharmacists say a spot shortage of the drug in Canada triggered by mounting cases of RSV is spilling over the border. Apparently up in Canada, the liquid forms of Tylenol are unavailable. Johnson & Johnson, the maker of Tylenol, says there's no overall shortage in the U.S., telling NBC News we are experiencing high consumer demand and are doing everything we can to make sure people have access to the products they need. Still, the FDA currently lists amoxicillin as being in short supply, and it all comes as the healthcare industry braces for a potential triple-demic this winter, RSV, flu, and COVID colliding. Hi, Ella. In New York, Ella Rose Guillen is home after a week in the hospital. It was surreal. I'm like, I've seen your daughter on a breeding mask, and she's only three and a half. Adding to the strain on the system, an increasingly dire staffing shortage. More than half a million people in the healthcare and social services industries quit their positions in September. Were you burnt out? Extremely, yes, sir. Reese Brown in Louisiana is no longer a traveling nurse. The joy was just literally being sucked out of us. We were doing everything that we could, and we just, it was never enough. As for COVID, the CDC says new data shows the Omicron boosters offer better protection against variants than earlier doses. Still, they are not as effective as the original COVID vaccine was against the initial virus. There you go. The new needles are not as effective. I don't know if this came up at your Thanksgiving dinner last night, but Washington Post now reporting that the number of people who have not who have had the needle and then died of the new illness, that number is greater than the people who have not had the needle and then died of the illness, which runs completely contrary to the narrative we've been fed the entire pandemic. Right. So it's pretty stunning. We're we're considered uh, conspiracy theorists when when we start talking about the jab <laughs> and, you know, um, people that have ha- have had it and that haven't had it. And um, I think at some point earlier this year, um, there was an article, I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was by the CDC talking about how, you know, the, the booster sh- jabs were um, no longer needed because they weren't effective. So it just goes back to being like, hmm, isn't that funny? Now that after all of this has kind of died down, now that they elected the person that they wanted to be running the country, you know, it's like, so it was all part of their narrative and just everything that was falling into that. And it's just, it's really crazy when whenever you look at the statistics and go back to the people that have had it, haven't had it, have gotten over it, you know, have beat this. It's, I mean, I think it's a personal choice, but I mean, at the same time to blame it on, you know, illnesses on people that haven't had the job to comparison to the ones that have, I mean, there, there's a lot of talk there too, you know, 
Yeah, it's weird because CDC director Rochelle Walensky for months has been saying, no, it's dramatically the people who've not had the needle who are dying in the hospital. And now suddenly they're saying, just kidding, the numbers have just changed. And Mm -hmm. now if you've had the needle, you're more likely to die in the hospital. Yet this brand new report about the new triple-demic doesn't mention that at all. In fact, it ends telling people to go get that needle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, we have this graphic uh, out of Texas. Apparently the flu, you know, the triple-demic includes the flu. And the flu is really bad. Now, this is, um, this is the health department in, for the city of Austin putting out these numbers. Uh, Travis County, that's where Austin is. You can see here that... The, the line in red is 2022 uh, flu season. Um, that, that line is just beginning. You can see it on the left. It is dramatically higher than any of the past four years. Uh, so if it continues to increase like it, it does going into the cold weather, the flu is going to be really, really bad. This is the percentage of visits due to influenza-like illness. Uh, visits to the hospital, I guess. So this is not flu deaths. But you can see what's really interesting. You guys may remember that when the pandemic hit with the new illness, we basically magically cured the flu. Suddenly there was no flu cases during the pandemic. You can see that in the blue and green lines, 2020 through 2022. Those lines are almost flat, especially that flu season of 2020 to 2021. It's just there was almost zero cases of flu. It was like, I guess we magically cured the flu as this new illness that's quite similar to the flu is raging, but we're calling it a different name. So it was really weird. Well, now, now that those, the cases of the new illness are going down, the flu is surging like never before, as well as RSV. Um, I don't know. It's just all interesting to observe, but I'm just looking at those numbers and like leaning into it. I think it also, you know, we, we as people over time have combated all of these illnesses and diseases, um, some through natural remedies, some through just fighting through it. You know, Um, I believe that, you know, God had created our bodies to fight, you know, certain illnesses and diseases. And, you know, we were made to, you know, just grow stronger from these things. Um, I just hate that they want to keep us in fear so bad. Um, the flu has been around and now it's suddenly this thing to where you, you know, go, go get another vaccine or (laughs) go get another jab. I don't want us to, (laughs) I don't want us to be put on block. Um, go get another jab, you know, but it's like, I I really think it's also a lot of fear mongering. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Ivory. I I don't know. Well, I can tell you, I come from corporate news, nine years in corporate news and fear mongering sells. Yep. We always would look for what's the most sensational thing to cover like your child might die in a hospital, tune in at six, you know? So mm-hmm. there's a monetary incentive to sensationalize mm-hmm. these things. But I think after the past pandemic, a lot of people got really turned off by that and don't right. believe any of it. Other people still believe it. Mm-hmm. Just in the grocery store this week, I saw quite a few people with masks. Mm-hmm. So those people find out about the triple demic before I did, obviously. Yes. And they're masked back up. Um, 
So here we go. We got a, super, uh, a comment. Thank you. I'm in Melbourne, Australia, fourth COVID wave in hospital recovering from surgery, not vaccinated until now. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Scared. You are scared uh, until now. You were scared. Um, Thank you so much for the comments. So you guys are getting hit hard. You know, that that brings me to, you know, that page that we were showing briefly before. It does talk about um, this is the official government website from Austin, Texas. Emergency rooms in the area are inundated with patients suffering from upper respiratory illnesses, the flu Uh, positivity rate in Travis County for the most recent reporting period is 26% that it's usually below 10%. 
So flu rates are, are more than double in, in Texas, in one of Texas's biggest cities right now. So it's, I mean, and, and I hear it's really happening in, in schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, this isn't all fake news, I guess. So it's just interesting to observe what's going on. I'm saying, guys, boost your, boost your immune systems naturally. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's largely about um, what, what you eat, getting out in the sun, getting exercise, de-stressing, um, eating those natural superfoods. Did you know that garlic is one of the biggest, um, it's actually like a natural um, antibiotic. Yes. It's really intense. Onion. I, I also saw a right. TikTok recently where um, she got banned. Like she's had her account taken off a couple times. I think she goes off of Posh Mama or something like that. For talking Very- about food? Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> natural remedies, oh. um, how to cure yourself. Natural so, remedies are the enemy yes. to pharmaceutical industry, which yes. controls all media. Yes. So she was talking about how you cut an onion, you let it soak in, in uh, purified water overnight, and then you drink it. And it's supposed to be great for your immune system. You know, yeah. you beat all, you know, bacteria, diseases that are out and about, you know, common cold, flu, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, she got taken off like that and she reposted the video and again it was taken off so i don't know but it's it's again a natural remedy so yeah incredible well that just reminds me you know i i was harking back to um zach Voorhees, my friend the whistleblower from google when he blew the whistle on google like yes they were doing political censorship in google search results but they were also banning cancer cure results oh yeah that is just so horrifying like that cancer cures would be deleted from Google search results because you don't want any cure outside the narrative. Yeah. And then you think about how the fight for cancer cures, how much money that raises all these different campaigns every year. Mm -hmm. If we're healthy, they're not making money. Right. So if we're not sick or if they don't keep us sick, they're not making any money. And by they, I mean like pharmaceutical companies, you know, that's, right. that's what they want. Which funds the media industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so the media industry, like if pharmaceutical industry is doing well, media industry is doing well mm-hmm. because pharmaceutical fund ma- sends all their funding there. Um, so yeah, it's all very compromised. Them and the government, pharmaceutical industries funds the government. The government funds the media as well. They all fund each other. <laughs> and yeah. so... it's all a big circle. It just goes round and round. (laughs) And uh, the government loves needy Americans. If they're all sick and needy of of healthcare, then Mm -hmm. it empowers the government. So keep the people sick, keep them wanting pharmaceuticals. It's this vicious circle. And I think more people are waking up to it. Fortunately, Um, this all brings me to China. Bad things are happening in China. You guys, Um, China is erecting a big, quarantine center. Yeah. More quarantine centers. Um, we have video of this, uh, China new quarantine camp construction. Check it out. Look at that. They're building a whole gulag. That is so scary. I love that. You know, the term gulag, (laughs) I think anyone who plays call of duty would be proud to know. (laughs) Oh, is that a, is that a, that is. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm not a video gamer, but that's good to know. Well, NPR is reporting Beijing adds a new COVID quarantine center sparking panic buying. China right now is having a repeat of March 2020 in America when all the shelves were bare. 
that's happening in Beijing are reporting, quote, residents of China's capital were emptying supermarket shelves and overwhelming delivery apps Friday as the city government ordered accelerated construction of COVID-19 quarantine centers and field hospitals. It has been absolute hell prison in China. This has basically off and on been the case for the past almost three years now mm-hmm. in China because uh, their president, lovely Xi Jinping, has a zero COVID policy. So if there's one case, we got to lock you down. Um, NPR is reporting daily cases across COVID, uh, 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 across the country are hitting records with 32,000 cases reported Friday. That's today. Of those, 1,000 were in Beijing. So nationwide in China, as huge as that nation, as populous as China is with its millions of people, only 32,000 cases of COVID. That's very low. Yet they are deciding to build a massive new COVID camp. They already have other COVID camps. Um, they have also boarded, built a wall to keep people in because Chinese are fleeing the country. Um, it's tyranny there for sure. So we have another, we have another video. Um, the Chinese, it, it, it turned into like this riot fight because they have, here's how it works in China. Like everyone has an assigned QR code from the government and you have to go to to like access anything Mm -hmm. to go through doors, to buy things. Your QR code has to be scanned and it has to come back green, meaning you're healthy. So every day you have to go get tested at these little tents with government police and head to toe white plastic gear. And you, you get, you get your QR code scanned green. Well, these, after nearly three years, the Chinese are starting to fight back. This is not the first protest. I mean, there's been Chinese protests, but check this out. One of the testing centers, it turns into violence. Check it out. So weapons are banned in China. You can't have a gun. Do you see how they tore apart the testing tent and used the legs of the tent as their weapons? Yes. To yes. fight back against the tester police and their hedgeto plastic. That is tyranny at its finest. And let me, right now that you brought up the topic of weapons, this is exactly what our Second Amendment is supposed to do, is to protect us against tyrannical governments like that. That is exactly why our founding fathers put the Second Amendment. And I saw a post the other day, Ivory, on Twitter where it said, gee, I don't know, if our founding fathers thought that it was that the right to bear arms was so important, why else would they have named it second, you know, in in our Constitution? You know what I mean? And it just goes to show you, like, you know, this is exactly what happens when the government has too much power. And I just think it's so sad because it is right. You know, you have 
very out of the whole country, you know, you have this very small percentage that is sick or is getting sick. I don't know if they're trying to prevent an outbreak, uh, another 2020 pandemic, of which I, I don't know if that's the case or not, but, you know, keeping people locked up and that, that reminds me of concentration camps. I don't know about you, oh, but totally. yeah, it's, it's Horrifying. definitely scary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, but uh, there's even a lot of Americans who say, well, but the government has our best interest. They're protecting us from each other and someone needs to do that. Um, so it's sadly, it's a really controversial topic. I think historically more Americans felt that, you know, we are personally responsible for ourselves. We're, it's up to us to protect ourselves from each other. I think more Americans used to understand that every time I leave my front door, I have the possibility of dying in Mm -hmm. many different ways. Mm -hmm. I could die of some new illness when I leave my front door. Mm -hmm. I could get hit by a car. Yep. I could die in many ways, but I take that risk every time I leave my front door because living in freedom does not mean living in safety. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out how to be safe. There's always an incentive to be safe. But now we live more and more in a society who says that government must keep us safe from each other. And we have no choice in deciding, you know, to take risks or or be safe ourselves. And so that's a slippery slope to go on, go down. Um, I know that, you know, people uh, make fun of those who, who hearken back to Nazi Germany, but I'm going to keep hearkening back to it because it's so true. Hitler used the same sort of propaganda when he wanted to grow his power. Because he started out as chancellor, not dictator. He didn't have a ton of power, but he finagled away mm-hmm. to brainwash people and institute total control. And once he took total control of the media, he started putting out media propaganda that it was the Jews who were going to spread typhus. If we don't lock away Jews, we're all catching typhus, according to Hitler. So... It's for everyone's safety to lock certain people away, exterminate certain people. This this is like the slippery slope of propaganda that we don't even want to venture into. We used to have a hard line against it as having individual liberty. And um, it sucks to see us going down that slippery slope and like my own former boss being like, well, you know, we need to we need to put out this propaganda because we need to, you know, align with the government to protect people from each other. So let's make them extra scared, more scared than they need to be Mm -hmm. so that they'll stay inside. Right. Like I literally had that conversation. We, my, me and my boss, we would have debates in our boardroom Mm -hmm. about like, I think this, I think why, why are you over sensationalizing this over sensationalizing this? Mm -hmm. Um, but that's where we're at. Um, so the Chinese, they definitely have it worse than us. They don't have guns like us. So they're fighting back by breaking apart testing tents. What do you know? Quote, uh, we got this uh, chat comment. Quote, everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> Everybody was fast as lightning. That's from, uh, that's from an old movie, isn't it? 
Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> yes, that's how they were. That's how they're left to do it in China. Um, we want to zone in on um, soccer. World Cup is going on. Yes, USA just uh, played England today, mm-hmm. and um, we had a lot of American patriotism being like, "This is seventeen seventy six. England sucks." <laughs> I I don't know if you got a chance to watch, but there was literally a guy dressed as a an American founding father as oh, George Washington. It. JJ knows what I'm talking about. Like literally, it's just like. Oh my gosh. And he's just over there like, we're taking this back. <laughs> we already took it back. And I'm like, love it. I love the patriotism that we have going on here. <laughs> um, one of the guys from Bar School Sports said, look, if it wasn't for us Americans, you English would be speaking German because we <laughs> saved you guys from World War II and that Hitler. Is true. <laughs> yes, yes. So, like, we are the dominators. But I heard America lost. No, they tied. They tied. They tied. It's a tie. Wow. So to be continued. <laughs> Dang. Well, you know, earlier this past week, I talked about the controls at World Cup. Um, it's in Qatar, which is an Islamic country. Mm-hmm. And um, Qatar is, they're arresting people for drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. They're allegedly arresting people for being gay or if they're caught having sex outside of wedlock. Um, there's a lot, of, or if you celebrate a, if you celebrate the dif- a different religion than Islam, mm-hmm. you are locked away. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of chances to get arrested if you're over there watching world cup i know i have uh an american friend over there and i was like please be careful um but here we have a headline of someone who did get arrested um top iran footballer arrested at club for spreading propaganda against the state now this was one of the top stars um uh, of the iranian soccer team he is not playing in world cup but he did come out in support of the young woman in Iran who was killed after she did not follow the modesty dress code in Iran. That one death has led to intense protests across Iran. You know, this, this is a very interesting topic, Ivory, because one of the reasons why I just, I, I fell in love with sports and I, you know, as, as I'm, mentioned, you know, I'm a former sports broadcaster. One of the reasons why I love sports so much is because back in the day, when I say until 2016, 2017, there really wasn't any politics in sports. Now, anytime a headline comes up, there has to be something political. Now, in Mm. this case, you know, it's regarding another country that has very strict laws. They're not as um, modern as, you know, other countries, especially our own where, you know, they have their own laws and it's like, hey, you cannot do this. You can't do that. If you do this, you will be prosecuted. You will be killed, you know? Mm -hmm. And there is an uproar of people all over the world that it's like, well, that's not right. And it's like, okay. But, you know, in this case, this, this just really goes down to let us know and remind us how blessed we are to live in countries, especially here in the United States, where we get to practice such freedoms that other countries don't have. 
in other countries in the Middle East, there's literally women fighting for the right to even drive a car, to drive a car, let alone to wear a mini skirt or whatever. They're just wanting to drive a car. I can't tell you. like show their hair. They can't even show their hair on their head. No, they can't. Not even their ankles. Right. So again, um, I know that it's important as people to be the voice for others that are either afraid to talk or that haven't found their voice yet. Um, there's no change that is going to be made without us standing up. But at the same time, this is an event, a world cup, that, you know, you are in a visiting country and their country is not where you are right now. That's, that's where that, you know, tension comes in. Okay. Do we come, do we come from outside forces to come in and try to change everything all at once within the couple weeks that, you know, the world cup is going to be here or do we respect the nation's, you know, the country's laws? Mm-hmm. Let us just simmer down in our ways and just be like, okay, we're in a visiting country. Like this is just how it's going to have to be. That's where that tension comes in, you know? And it's just Uh so sad when, you know, there's people that are trying to do good players are trying to do good. Um, There was a headline this morning too, where Cristiano Ronaldo, um, one of the most famous soccer players in the world, you know, um, the, the issue with the armband, you know, it, it, um, really supported the LGBTQ community. Um, I, I believe it's, um, racism as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, certainly Uh, Iran. For people who weren't following, it's like a a multicolored band that Mm -hmm. the players, a lot of soccer players wanted to wear while they Mm -hmm. were playing, Mm -hmm. like saying, if we have to play in a tyrannical country, we're at least going to wear this band saying Mm -hmm. we don't agree with its tyranny. Right. And literally Qatar cracked down and said, no, you're not going to wear that. You're not going to wear that. And FIFA crumbled and said, okay, okay. We will make the players not wear it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Why did FIFA even agree to Qatar to begin with? There's a lot of countries in the world. (laughs) Why are we picking Qatar after we just had the winter Olympics in China? Like, why are we celebrating these tyrannical countries and cowering to them? it's truly crazy because again, and, and I don't know if it just goes back to making, uh, bringing in the politics within the sport. You know, there was a reporter as well that she decided to wear the armband and a lot of people were like, Oh my gosh, you know, she's so brave. And it's like, at the same time too, it's like, is she brave or just, you know, trying to get herself killed? You know, that was a trending Ooh, topic in, wow. in, in the comments. They're like, you're going to get yourself killed. Like you have no idea what you're getting yourself into, right. you know? So again, it's, it's so tricky because I know that people love the sport and they go and they want to support their team. But then there's also that situation where, Hey, do I just bend the knee <laughs> metaphor and say, yeah, let me, let me just, you know, keep my mouth shut. Let me just go watch my team play. Right. And then leave and, you know, get back in one piece, not, not be in prison or anything like that. Right. Or it's like, you know what? I don't, I don't agree with this type of tyranny. I, I'm not okay with this. Even though I'm not from here, I'm going to go ahead and speak my mind, do what I want to do. And then, you know, we'll see if I make it back or not. You know, you, there's a lot of consequences. I've always believed that the message is just as important as the delivery of the message. So there's certainly changes that need to be made, but 
I think that there's also a strategy to go about it. And I feel like if you're just traveling alone with a friend or a family member, you know, maybe you want to be a little bit more strategic about it. I don't know, but um, certainly it's, it's hard for the fans and for the players, especially those that want to show their support to certain communities. Yeah. It's just interesting that like in America, the media and a lot of these sports organizations are so freaking touchy about racial topics and gay and like, you know, you, Oh, we, we can't, you know, obviously we're not going to support anyone who makes an innuendo of race or, or perhaps anti-gay yet they're all okay with world cup this year, which is a very anti-gay mm-hmm. and, you know, perhaps, you know, anti anything, but Islamic situation. Um, you, you'll get arrested for eating pork there. It's insane. Yes. Now, on the opposing side, I have seen that a lot of people that have gone to Qatar, um, a lot of tourists, they have a lot of good things to say that, you know, the people have been very welcoming and stuff like that as well, which is good. Um, I don't know if it's just because that they're also following the rules and that's why they're so welcoming. But at the same time, it's like, you know, there, there's always that that side of the good in traveling and then the bad in traveling. You know, you go to a foreign country where their laws are very, very different from your own that you're used to. And you have to make a decision in that moment. Like, am I, is this the day? Is this the (laughs) battle? Am I going to win this war? Probably not alone, but it's, you know, if you want to make noise, you're certainly going to get backlash for it too from that country. Oh, for sure. And you might just get locked up for seven years. It's a seven year sentence if you have sex outside of marriage there. So be careful, you guys. (laughs) They said, Scott, that Ivory would be arrested for wearing that. Absolutely. The modesty thing is no joke. I mean, a lot of these soccer games, like the guys like to take their shirts off and paint their chest. That's not allowed in Qatar. Men have to be modest too. Men can't take their shirt off. Women definitely can't have necklines like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get a, I get enough criticism in America for this neckline. I, I, I better not venture to Qatar. I would for sure get arrested uh, because I'm bad at following other people's rules. Um, by the way, so it was the Iranian soccer team that decided not to sing their national anthem. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. So Clint says, I've been in, uh, to Qatar. It's totally modern. They just have different values than us, and we shouldn't demonize them for it or try to colonize them with our values. You know, I've heard a lot of comments in my comment section about, ooh, don't colonize them. I'm saying, like, apparently FIFA was trying to colonize them. I don't know. I'm saying delete them from your little route, period. Like, don't go there. Like, why? There's a lot of freer countries to go to. I'm just like, why are you guys playing that game? And Qatar kind of makes up its rules as, as it goes. I mean, at first, Qatar's like, oh, yeah, you guys can drink beer. And then, like, a few days before World Cup, just kidding, you can't drink beer. Mm-hmm. You know, and alcohol is a major part of this. So then the alcohol industry is freaking out. Um, what do you guys expect? This is, like, a, this is like not a modern free country. Um, but, dude, I'm, you better freaking respect their rules or you're going to prison. Absolutely. Yeah. If I were organizing it, I would have not. Pick that country. That's all I'm saying. I think Clint Torres there, Ivory said, it's their way and their right. And that I also do agree with that too. They do have a right to, to, you know, be that way since it is their country. But at the same time, you know, we, 
you know, it's, it's tyrannical. It's crazy, you know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. and anyone has a right to, to act and do a certain way, but when it, you know, infringes other rights too, then that's when you have the problem. And that's when you have the uproar from people outside from, from the outside of the world looking in like, Hey, this isn't cool, you know, but again, yeah. Um, yeah. And we, Oh, you guys said Ivory's got a dog. Can you guys hear the dog whining in the background? <laughs> we, you know, we, we, I'm dog sitting right He's now. got a lot to say about this topic I, too, okay? He's not very happy that it ended in a tie, you know, go team USA. Exactly. He he's, has a lot to say about the no drinking policy in Qatar, okay? <laughs> Budweiser is suing FIFA? Wow. Because they lost a lot of money. Ooh, I'm saying, why did FIFA decide to get themselves into the, this mess? Like, pick a country that always likes beer so that you don't get sued by Budweiser. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me why they picked that. But, um, look, bottom line, you know, I, I know we haven't really talked about Iran on my um, show yet. And the Iranian soccer players is arrested now. It was the Iranian team that did not sing their national anthem in protest um, to the tyranny in Iran, yeah. which Iran is another extreme Muslim country similar to Qatar. And so people are saying that this new arrest of this uh, big soccer player is a signal to the soccer players in Qatar right now that you guys better stop protesting or when you come home to Iran, you may get arrested too. Mm-hmm. Now, there have been rumors that 15,000 Iranians were scheduled for death sentence. That has been fact-checked. I believe it was Reuters that I read that said, okay, that kind of turned into a rumor. Even Justin Trudeau was like, we stand against the 15,000 who are going to be sentenced to death for protesting in Iran. Apparently, those, apparently it was about 15,000 who were arrested for protesting, mm-hmm. but only five people so far, according to mainstream media, are sentenced to death mm-hmm. for various roles in, in protesting, which is still horrifying that Iran would arrest 15,000 people who began to protest for women's rights, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, my take is that we, we honestly have no clue what the truth is because Iran has a lockdown on its media. Ever since the protests started in Iran, we ha- um, the, Iran really shut down its internet. Mm-hmm. So we, it's really hard to see video of what's going on there. The protests have been mm-hmm. going on for weeks, but it's so controlled there that they could be literally having a Holocaust like Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't know. It's really hard to tell what the truth is, but Iran is, is uh, the Iranian government is pushing back saying, we're not going to execute 15,000 people. Okay. Um, so we can choose to, to believe these tyrants narrative or we, we honestly have no idea. And Iran in the media is reporting, Iran isn't being clear about how many people, they have died in these conflicts and protests mm-hmm. since since that one woman died for not following modesty laws. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting time because you look back at Nazi Germany and in people in other nations like Austria had no clue that people were getting gassed in concentration camps because yeah. Hitler had a lockdown on media there. It took time and winning the war to find out how bad the Holocaust actually was. So I think we should keep our eyes tuned to what the heck is really going on mm-hmm. everywhere. 
we may, you know, we, there, there may be a Holocaust going on right now that we're not aware of. That's my take. Right. Right. No. And I, I've seen videos on TikTok and just on social media in general where kids are filming, you know, they're trying as sneakily as possible with their phones um, of the protest and, you know, of literally soldiers from their own government shooting its own civilians. And that is just so heartbreaking, especially as a child, you know, um, I can only imagine that type of trauma that, that is being inflicted in their minds because they're witnessing firsthand, you know, um, people who are supposed to be there to protect you, you know, and instead, um, they go around and, and shoot your neighbors. You know, I think that that's so sad and, and that is very real. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm certainly praying for all the people. And, and again, it just, I'll, I'll say it again. It just goes to show you how blessed we are to live in a country, um, and to that, that allows us to express ourselves, um, and, and, and to practice certain rights and, and, you know, some of the laws that we have, are they perfect? No, but they're certainly a lot better than what other people are going through and what they have right now in their country. So it's a very scary time. And like you said, you know, do we just choose to, you know, trust the tyrannical government and their, you know, mainstream media says, no, we're not going to kill all these people. No, we're not doing this. It's like, okay, well, it's very controlled, but it is very scary from the videos that I've seen. Um, it's just very scary to watch. It's very real. And again, it's, it's very traumatic, especially for all the people that are living it right now. Absolutely. So we pray for freedom in Iran and everywhere. And we're blessed here in America. Let's check the comment section one last time. We've already flown past an hour. I can't believe it's already been an hour. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's click on these. Um, so Yod says, how do you reform countries if you exclude them from participation? It is not my country's job to reform Qatar. Mm-hmm. All we can do is steer clear of people who are trying to control us. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. I don't want to vacation in a country that's going to arrest me because I accidentally showed cleavage. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to steer clear of the tyrants that I can't control. Mm-hmm. America shouldn't, shouldn't uh, waste money trying to control them. We should just stay away from them. That's my take. Mm-hmm. Matthew says, I'm supposed to worry about, Iran tyranny when I have Biden, Garland, and the FBI and Justice Department against me. Good point, Matthew. I've been highlighting all kinds of FBI corruption. Um, you know, most recently, FBI raided a, a UFO researcher. Why is it? Why is the FBI coming into breaking down this guy's house? No, not raid. He has a website where he posts fo- photos of what he saw at Area Fifty One. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird things going on with our own justice department. You know, they've been on a domestic terrorism watch since the beginning of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. You better not be, you know, you better not be mad at any sort of restrictions. Oh, we're stripping away your freedom in the pandemic and you better not dare question how our elections work or you're a domestic terrorist. Like Mm -hmm. our justice department has literally been putting out memos about that. And so I totally agree with you that we have our own real concerns that we don't want America to get like Qatar. And sometimes it's, it's feeling like it's getting a little too close to being that way. hundred percent get where you're coming from. 
any other comments before we shut it down for the night? I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday weekend. You know, um, are you guys Black Friday shopping or what? I know Black Friday is like a month long now. I have, I haven't even shopped. I haven't even shopped either. And I'm actually proud of myself because <laughs> I had girl on my Amazon cart list. Like I have the safer later. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm like racked up and I'm just like, well, it's later. It is Black Friday, and I'm just like, girl, just kidding. I think I'm going to wait a little bit. There is Cyber Monday coming up, too. Oh, right. So I don't know if the deals are different or not. Maybe I should wait um, for Cyber Monday. But, I'm, I, you know, in the past, I've tended to go to the stores, and I love just having that time, like, early on. Like, I wasn't, like, the 5 a.m. or I wasn't that crazy, you know. Uh-huh. I did go to the store. But now I'm just like, I just want to stay at home. I was like, we have technology at our fingertips where I could just, right. you know, yes, this is my size. This is what I like. Okay, whatever. Right. I'll just go ahead and order it online, and it shows up to my doorstep, and I don't have to be in the midst around all these people, like, pushing and shoving, and it's like, oh, that was mine first or whatever. And I'm like, this exactly. is wonderful. Like, I could just do it from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> totally uh, agree. I already saw a new year's dress that I'm going to buy for Black Ooh. Friday. Yes. Um, and not guitar appropriate. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. It's got, um, it's kind of see-through with sequins. Qatar <laughs> will not like my new year's dress. Okay. My conservative viewers already don't like my outfits. So Qatar <laughs> is definitely not going to approve. Um, <laughs> we'll not be spending New Year's in Qatar. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, uh, honestly, shopping in person has always been so therapeutic for me. It doesn't matter what kind of shopping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just, when I'm stressed, I just go to the grocery store because it just calms me down. (laughs) I think for me, it's more the, the driving part of it. Like just getting in my car and just going to the store. Like I swear target is a casino for women. Like you just go there, (laughs) you're supposed to get like one or two things and you come out racking up like $500 and you're like, why did I do this? Okay. Never again. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And here I go the next day. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely been me. No, that's me with Whole Foods. Whole Foods is my target. I'll just go. There have been days or weeks where I've went there every day of the week for no reason. Yes. But it calmed me down. It's Mm. my therapy session. I know it's weird. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into Truth Bombs. Um, Ashley Rodriguez-Vazquez has joined me for the first time on Truth Bombs, I have linked to your Instagram down below for people to follow. Um, is there? Do you have any other um, sites that people should follow or Instagram? No, I mean just my handle is the same all throughout social media platforms. So thank awesome. you so much for having me on. I'm so excited, and um, thank you for the bubbly. I'm Absolutely. so excited. Thank Cheers. you so much. Thank right. you for allowing me to be part of this. <laughs> Absolutely, it's been great. All right, everyone, have a wonderful holiday weekend. And uh, enjoy your family time without too much drama. Cheers. Talk to you later. Cheers. (laughs) Yay. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 